Okay, welcome back to a brand new episode with an awesome brand new guest, of course. Uh, it's me, host Taylor, your girl for everything Real Talk. And today I am connecting and chatting with the lovely Thalia. You might recognize her content from Instagram or Pinterest that I've shared on her stories. She is a health and wellness blogger based out of London with an adventurous kind of nomad side who, traveling the world currently with her partner. And she likes to share the realistic side of wellness, self-care, and mindful productivity. So today, her and I are kind of joining forces to give you the real girl tribe as we discuss her work and embracing the non-aesthetic side to life and wellness. So welcome to episode 15, Real Girl Tribe with Thalia, embracing the non-aesthetic side of life and wellness. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Taylor, for for having me yeah, yeah this is great <laughs> me and Thalia kind of have been following each other for a little bit I think I was telling her that it all started actually I think I came across some of your really cool little digital designs on Pinterest and I've shared a few of them and then I noticed you had an Instagram page too so that's kind of how that started and then I forget when that was now probably back in 2022 now a little bit but <laughs> how long have you been kind of did everything with your business and blog start on Pinterest or did it start on Instagram for the most part? So it did start on Instagram um, to begin with, just because, I mean, I've always been on Instagram. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I personally think it is a great platform um, because, you know, I just love pictures. So I love looking at people's pictures. Um, I love posting pictures. So it did start off on Instagram. Um, and I was on there for probably about a year um, and I wasn't getting the visibility that I wanted. And then that's when I decided to um, build my own blog um, and start writing long form content because I think I'm more of a writer as well than like this like quick um, snippets and real person. Um, so, yeah, so I started my blog and Pinterest at the same time. And yeah, my Pinterest has just blown up. Well, yeah. I say blown up. <laughs> so when when did <laughs> your blog actually start? What year was that around, do you think? Um, so I started it in November 2020. Okay. Yes, November 2020. And um, so it's been going now for just over two years, um, which is yeah, which is mad. And um, when I first started it, it was a hobby. Um, because I just love to talk about productivity, you know, a sustainable way of doing productivity, um, which then led to self-care, mental well-being. And I talk a lot now about intentional living. Um, but then I actually then took my blog full time at the beginning of last year, uh, once I kind of saw how much it was helping people. So I just get I get emails from people that I've never even met before saying how much that my blog posts have helped them and they feel really inspired and stuff so I was like oh my god this is quite touching um there's something here you know um so I now have 20 I can't I'm really bad with numbers 25,000 monthly readers awesome. and a lovely email community of over 2,000 people um which is continuing to grow daily and yeah a lot of that started with Pinterest she has the cutest little um I don't even know how you want to describe them like I don't know little visual aids almost when it comes to like the wellness things you're sharing I'm gonna the week when we have your episode I'm gonna make sure I share even more of them just to give people an idea of what I'm talking about but they're so great and you kind of just design those all on your own do you not yeah I, I call them like little infographics yeah yeah if that's the correct word um yeah so I use um I use Canva Oh yeah, that's I love the best Canva. App. Yeah, um, so I kind of um, I'm on there just creating. Um, actually, before I um, like went full time with my blog, I was actually doing graphic design uh, because I love designing and stuff. So um, yeah, so I still design my own graphics, so I still have that creative side. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense how that links to what you're doing now a little bit. That's definitely a helpful background. Yeah, I think so. Um, I yeah, I think it was kind of random because obviously, um, I, so I'm 32 now. Um, but like, so I when I 
started my blog, it was yeah, two years ago, I was 30. And I kind of felt was when I actually found my purpose. Um, before that, I actually worked in London for six years as a model agent, which is very different, obviously, to what I'm doing now. Mm. Um, and I before that, I studied university at fashion. Like I was never really someone with a lot of goals or ambition when I was growing up. I was very, I was very, like I was an average child. I didn't really excel in everything. And I was very lazy as well. Um, and so I kind of was stuck in this job that I didn't enjoy. It was very toxic. It was very stressful. I got yelled at practically on a daily basis. And, um, but I just stayed there because I was lazy and, you know, I got the money every month and it was stable. And then I kind of would just take that money and go and party in London, drink, <laughs> um, you know, spend it on pointless stuff, basically. Um, and it was only until, um, by the time, yeah, by the time I hit 27, I just kind of hit burnout. And I just hit a very low point and I was just like not excited about work or life anymore um so I decided to leave um I quit my job and left London and I went traveling by myself for five months around Southeast Asia and South America which totaled 17 months I was also teaching English as well so I've kind of like had all the jobs yeah <laughs> I feel like life is you know about self-discovery and kind of discovering what you enjoy um so yeah so I traveled for 17 months in total and then um, it kind of completely changed me. So it's like I kind of knew that I never wanted to go home um, back to a nine to five. I kind of wanted to build a business yeah. um, that was majority like online that I could do while I was traveling. And um, so while I was trying to figure some out, I did a bit of uh, freelance design work. Um, me and my partner also built a business, a digital agency, um, helping people build websites and helping them with their SEO. But then I kind of realized that was more of his dream because he's more technical I'm not as technical I'm more creative um so yeah and then that's when I kind of got into the blogging so wow. yeah it's kind of like sorry yeah that's kind of how it went <laughs> I love that a long sure. <laughs> oh sorry so it's kind of it's yeah it's kind of like a really long-winded story um but I think it's kind of cool because you know it's a very slow process from the time I quit it's been like over five five years now um and I know like you kind of see on social media um everyone kind of does everything so quickly like one minute they're a VA the next they're a coach the next they're a coach to a coach or something and they do it within like the space of a few months and I'm like always a bit worried am I behind like am I not going quick enough but I kind of like that process of just kind of yeah learning the ropes a little bit and just discovering like lots of different pathways and just yeah that's kind of an interesting comment when you said like am I behind like the question you're asking yourself because I feel like we as people are always thinking that about ourselves in various subjects like uh say someone owns a home and you're not quite there yet or something you're like oh I'm we're the same age am I behind or we were just ch chatting earlier before we started recording like I don't have kids yet and everyone else does am I behind but it's like society kind of makes us feel that way but really you just have to focus on where like where you are at and if you're happy kind of in your moment and it's okay that you're at a different place than someone right mm -hmm. yeah completely because I think at the end of the day it all comes down to like your values and what you actually value in life and I think um, and I kind of realize yeah 27 that's actually like this is not what I want to be doing like yeah all my other friends have got nine to five jobs they're settling down they're having kids but in my heart like I know there's you know that's not fulfilling for me yeah. I'm most fulfilled when I'm traveling and yeah so it's kind of like that I kind of given myself a tagline as well <laughs> which is breaking away from the societal norms <laughs> hey I like it it's it like was. your own little personal <laughs> slogan yeah exactly <laughs> so speaking of traveling just for everyone listening where are you kind of right now and living kind of currently as well so I am currently in Thailand um I arrived here at the beginning of January um so yeah that's kind of where we are now um I, 
I mean, originally from the UK, but it's it's freezing there now, and I just can't do it with winter. It yeah, it makes me really low. So um, we came to Thailand for yeah, a warmer climate, and we're just going to travel around Southeast Asia for the next few months while also working. Uh, yeah, which is great. Isn't that incredible to think about where you are right now compared to like five, six years ago? Yeah, it's crazy. Like I do, I, I, I'm one of those people that practice gratitude because, yeah. you know, when, especially back in the day, like during my 20s, I was very, that they hate cities in the world and loads of people would want to live there and um I just yeah and I just wasn't sometimes I was just a bit ungrateful for that um so I look back now and I'm like oh okay I did that that was amazing so I've kind of learned now to keep being grateful of everything and I'm here in Thailand and you know it's like again like shiny object syndrome sometimes I'm on stories and someone's in like a you know in the Philippines or like on an amazing island and I'm like oh that looks amazing like I want to be there but then I kind of have to ground myself I'm like you're in Thailand right now like you're traveling to wherever you want to be like that's that's amazing um just it will come in time like you will move and you know some people don't even have the the privilege of traveling so yeah I mean, I even, keep, if, even if you yeah. weren't in Thailand just to reflect on where you might be in that moment someone might want to be where you are too right yeah exactly yeah so uh, yeah just I just keep reminding myself yeah just be humble <laughs> we can always learn right. to be oh sorry I think we cut out a little bit but that's okay <laughs> okay can you hear me okay I think so yeah if there was just like a little okay. moment where I just kind of stuttered I have I'll just have to go through it that's all <laughs> okay well, and I'm not sure if it's me <laughs> no I don't really know it, I, it might be both of us for all I know but <laughs> okay um I want to get into our first kind of little topic where we're going to unravel wellness a little bit. So let's just chat about what the term and concept of wellness means to you specifically, because I've been wanting to kind of chat and interview a wellness blogger for a while, like actually since I started, but I just haven't really found right person that I felt fit into what my platform is and I, until I found you so I'd like to hear your thoughts about that oh that's so sweet um so again yeah, so again this is a lot of what, I, what I talk about because for me wellness is really just individual and it really can be anything that you want it to be in a way obviously in reason if it's making you feel happier and healthier than you were um so for me, my wellness journey has essentially been about prioritizing my mental health and my happiness, because like I was saying, I was I was unhappy for a very long time. Um, so I've learned to kind of set boundaries. I dedicate time to self-care basically every day, like little small um, doses in my day. And um, I practice gratitude and obviously um, I'm just learning to love myself more. Um, which I think are just really still very important aspects to wellness. I know on social media, there's kind of like a more lean towards physical wellness and nutrition and stuff. And I mean, that's still really important for me. But currently, for me, it's my mental wellness that is taking priority at the minute. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I think to me, wellness... I mean, obviously in different periods of my life can mean different things, but I think it's almost like one of the big headers. And then there's so many little subheaders underneath, um, like self-care being one of them. And then mm -hmm. from self-care can be, you know, like spiritual self-care, like mental health, mm -hmm. care, physical health care. So it's kind of just this big like diagram in my head visually, I think. Mm -hmm. So it is a very personal thing. But what do you think the concept of wellness means to kind of the world of social media? Like, how is it being portrayed on social media for like the pros and cons, well, I guess? 
Yeah, so I personally think that at the minute, wellness on social media does look like having a lean figure, like a perky bum, <laughs> you know, like matching athleisure sets and waking up early um, and kind of, you know, having zero bad habits, uh, being really, you know, just, I kind of... Oh, yeah, just kind of really restrictive with what they eat and you know there's always the the green juice as well in the morning my, my favorite thing to talk about um, I mean that's yeah <laughs> I mean that's kind of what I've been seeing a lot on social media anyway um I mean obviously the pros to it is it's amazing that so many young people actually want to be taking better care of themselves and live a healthier lifestyle because when I was in my 20s uh, it just wasn't you know it wasn't the case for me like I said I lived in London I, I partied a lot I was drunk a lot but I think of course it was a different time like it was like you know 10 10 or so years ago and social media back then I found was more about getting the right shots of you in the clubs like if you weren't seen out at that club that night then you know you weren't you know, you didn't have a great social life kind of thing. It was so, yeah, back, thing. yeah. Yeah. So back then, like my whole entire feed was just filled with pictures of people drinking out like the really posh clubs. Um, so it was very different back then. Whereas now it's more about healthy morning routines, um, going to bed at a good hour, having really good habits. Um, and of course, the nutrition and drinking these green smoothies. I think I don't want to always be negative about some of like the wellness things I see on social media. So what I, I think my biggest piece of advice to myself and anyone listening for that is that a lot of the wellness blogging that you see is great inspiration, but I don't mm -hmm. think it has to be the end all be all for what your day morning or evening should or has to look like. I think mm -hmm. it's about finding a wellness routine that just feels good for you and if that actually does mean having a green juice or a green smoothie I think that's fine but I don't think it should be something that you should force yourself to do because it simply is the only way to achieve good wellness for your life if that makes sense yeah 100% yeah I think that um I think that kind of get lost gets lost the social media a lot because we do see see like the same content all the time. It's like, um, obviously you're familiar with the, uh, the that girl hashtag where it was kind of like everyone kind of had to follow that same routine of waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, um, the 10 step skincare routine, the green juice, the workout, the, the, the practice and the gratitude. And it was just, you know, it's unrealistic for so many people and it kind of does put, you know this like standard in place like you are not you know you're not living a healthy balanced life if you're not following this routine so it is very one size fits all wellness um but like you were saying we kind of have to build a routine that actually works for us um because otherwise it's not sustainable you won't stick to it um I'm currently um I think I forgot to mention this at the beginning but I am currently studying to become a health coach um, to kind of help um, serve my audience on an even deeper level. And a lot of what I've um, learned in health coaching is, you, I mean, I didn't know this. I mean, maybe it's just my ignorance, but I had no idea as a coach that you can't give someone direct advice or suggestions. Um, so this has like been mind blowing for me because everyone has the answers within themselves. And my role is to ask the right questions for them to dig deep and come up with the answers and I've kind of taken that and I'm becoming very aware of that within my content I don't ever want to be like tell someone you have to follow this routine if you're not you're not doing it right if you're not eating like this you're not doing it right and I've seen a lot of content that does say that and kind of calls people out on it as well and so yeah I'm kind of becoming more aware of that and making sure that my content doesn't really um yeah do that for people I think a lot it's of people well, like right? inadvertently do that when they're creating content and maybe don't re like they don't mean any harm it's just like basically like indirectly the consumer is then 
kind of feeling bad about themselves in a plethora of ways, pretty much. So Mm -hmm. as a consumer, Mm -hmm. maybe we have to also try and maybe filter what we are, you know, seeing on our social media as well. But I love what you said about kind of what you're learning in terms of like your education being a health coach right now it's funny I actually think I do that with my friends um like not because I'm a coach by any means and I'm not like I'm I don't know like come to me for advice or don't come to me I'm not no no expert but um I tend to never give direct advice like I'll always be honest Mm -hmm. but I usually ask like a friend like ex-friend when they do come to me for something, if they, one, do they just need someone to listen or do they actually mm-hmm. want advice? Like what, why are they coming to me? Like, cause sometimes yeah. people give unsolicited advice and I don't like to yeah. do that and I don't like to receive it mm-hmm. either. So yeah. it's kind of interesting how that health code concept could probably apply to relationships as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I think my, my boyfriend now gets so annoyed with me because like whenever he has a problem, I'm just like, so how is that affecting your life right now how how will it impact you if this is better he's like can you stop being a coach (laughs) because I think now I have so many questions I just kind of like flip into that um it's a good thing but it's a good thing right I think so because it is like I'm learning to listen more I'm learning to really listen deeply so I can um because you know you have like different type of listeners you have the people that listen And then, but they're thinking about what they're going to say next. And with coaching, you have to learn to listen and then reflect back exactly what they just told you and then kind of ask the question. So, yeah, I mean, I find it fascinating. Wonderful. Um, Let's just segue a little bit from us talking about wellness on social media into more of the aesthetic side of wellness. which some things are very wonderful and very terrible all at the same time. So uh, my first thought is I think the world of social media kind of shifted towards more of like an aesthetic side of things. Like not recently, like what do you think? Like, I don't know, like five five years ago? No, not even maybe kind of more. A lot of it like really happened when TikTok was created, I think. So that mm-hmm. was like that TikTok kind of started at the beginning of COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe three, yeah. like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that I don't think I really noticed the shift until after the pandemic finished, yeah. um, which would have been like late 2021. Because I mean, I was on Instagram from the very start um, when it first came out. I don't know. I felt like I was like 21, 22. And um, so it would have been like 10 years ago. And um, the very beginning, it was um, it was just a more fun place because, you know, you just take a picture of food and like slap 15 filters on it. <laughs> and you just put like hashtag fun, and hashtag food, and you get like loads of likes. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But now there's definitely, um, yeah, more of an aesthetic. Everyone seems to have like a really nice house um, or apartment with really nice furniture in the background um what's your thoughts about this I mean it's hard for me I mean I was gonna say that I mean I'm not I compare myself a lot to these um wellness influencers or people who post about wellness because I'm always on the move I travel and I don't always stay in like the best the best rooms um because of budget and uh, I don't like uh, are my videos gonna be seen as like you know expert or good if I don't have an aesthetic background and yeah so I think it's like that thing I'm like coping with that myself and then I'm seeing it as a user and I'm just like it does add pressure right Mm -hmm. um I feel like wellness is like it's become more it's become more about eating well and dedicating time to self-care now to like having your entire house looking amazing um and having like the right props what you call them furniture and stuff I haven't lived in a house for a while so I don't know what furniture's called it's okay (laughs) um so how do we as people try and remind ourselves that wellness doesn't have to equal aesthetic we can 
kind of learn to take care of ourselves and learn to build up our wellness as people without having everything be pristine and perfect and aesthetic? I think for me, it's just kind of embracing that, like the imperfectness of everything, because I don't think that perfect exists, you know, everyone wants to strive to be perfect, but you're always going to find something else wrong, um, no matter what you do. So I think we just kind of have to kind of like, yeah, let go of this need to constantly be perfect, to constantly be consistent, to constantly like look as though we know what we're doing. Um, but that's what Instagram is, right? It's a highlight reel. And people only share the good parts of what's happening. And, you know, you can't blame people um, for that. But I think as a user, you kind of just have to be more self-aware of actually what's going on behind the scenes. And I kind of always say like, look, influencers are only ever going to tell you half the story uh, because they kind of want you to buy into whatever they're selling. That's or their job, to- yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think it's just up to us to be more aware of being like, okay, well, this is not real life. You know, I always, I kind of like have this quote where it's like, your wellness journey is not supposed to be aesthetically pleasing um, because the the moments that are like actually going to change you and make you are going to be raw. They're going to be uncomfortable. Uh, they're going to be emotional, you know, <laughs> like, like I've, I've cried loads during, during my journey. It's like there are moments that I don't particularly want to share with an audience on social media. Cause I'm a very ugly crier. Um... <laughs> I feel you as much as like, I strive to be as real as possible on my platform. I, I will probably never, I'm sorry, share a video of me crying and kudos to the people <laughs> who do, but I just, I can't even picture me being there crying and pulling up my phone to videotape it. I think I actually, (laughs) maybe I should because I'd probably start laughing at myself. (laughs) So maybe I'll try that next time. (laughs) I I have to admit, like, I don't understand what goes through someone's head when they're crying their eyes out. And then their first thought is like, oh, I must film this. That's like like pure vulnerability. I mean, good, good on them, I guess yeah exactly I think vulnerability works though but um yeah I think it's kind of just like letting go of this need to be perfect and just to you know it's like you can't just turn up and copy someone either like you can't really copy someone else's routine or someone else's nutrition or diet plan you know you really do have to to find what works for you because then it is sustainable absolutely I I think what's helped me a little bit this is just like a little thought process I have in my head is I guess some of the things in my life um, that involve my little wellness umbrella of self-care would be like trying as much as sometimes I do like journaling. So I like writing. I like obviously mm-hmm. creating, you know, episodes and, and content and stuff, but personal journeys, journaling, sometimes I get a little off track. I'm like, oh, I haven't journaled in a couple of weeks, but I do like to try and start my day with journaling if I can. Um, and realistically that does not happen every morning because some mornings I'm off to work you know before 7 a.m kind of thing so Mm -hmm. um, on my days off I try and journal a little bit um, as well as I mean I do take my vitamins in the morning that has nothing to do with any kind of um, branded uh, like influencing or anything it's just I need to take these vitamins and I do so Mm -hmm. um But what I've tried to remind myself is that I don't need the perfect journal to do the journaling. Like if I literally ran out of my journal and all I have is a piece of paper or my phone, it's just about getting some of those thoughts out and getting some of the gratitude out. I don't need a specific book to be able to accomplish that. And Mm -hmm. I don't need the perfect space to sit down and and meditate a little bit. just need a, a corner by myself. It doesn't have to be some kind of perfect place. And I'm not in a, in a house where we're in our forever home right now. So I maybe sometimes mm-hmm. feel a little bit like I don't have my own specific little space yet that I can mm-hmm. kind of feel like um, permanent in, but that's okay. It's okay to be able to reflect and meditate wherever or journal, wherever you kind of have somewhere that accommodates you in a sense. Um, So that's kind of the thought process I apply to like lots of those little wellness things that I do for myself in terms of like reminding myself that aesthetic doesn't mean I've reached the peak of wellness. Yeah. 
yes. if that makes sense. Exactly. I yeah. think that's great because, <laughs> yeah, you really have found, like, something that works for you because, um, yeah, it's just finding, like, like, you, like I think it is that what is going to work for you in that moment and it's kind of like defining your own your own meaning of wellness in a way like what wellness means to you is going to be different for for everyone but yeah it sounds like you have a great little routine yeah I wish I could I wish I could have that routine every morning but maybe and I think that's what another a, a little real idea would be a, a good idea because like almost like a real girl morning routine because every day of my week sometimes looks so different um, mm-hmm. as much as I wish that it was like a Monday to Friday kind of situation where I got to have the same like two hours in my morning for myself. Um, mm-hmm. One morning I'm going off to the hospital and I literally, I do not like, could I wake up at 5 a.m. and do the same things? Yes, I could, but I am never going to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there'll ever be a time where I get to wake up at that time. Maybe when I'm like 70, who knows? I feel like older people wake up early. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> at this point in my life, um, basically when I work at the hospital and I leave at just before seven or at seven there, um, I get up at, I, I think I give myself about 20 minutes to get ready, honestly. And I'm not rushed because like, I don't, I don't do my makeup or whatever. I just, I have my scrubs laid out. I put my scrubs on, brush my teeth, put some deodorant on and pretty much like have my lunch already ready and leave. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that's kind of that. So in terms of like my days off, it obviously is a bit more rewarding to be able to do those things for myself. But um, I just have to keep in mind that not every day looks the same. And sometimes it's hard that you, you do kind of feel a little lost in some things at times when you're when you feel like you haven't taken that time for yourself um but I think I've gotten better at understanding that not every day can look the same and that's okay mm-hmm. yeah exactly you kind of got to that spot where you're like you, you know you'll do what you can um yeah. and then other days yeah I kind of got into this habit now of like asking myself in the morning um what does you know what it what does my best look like today because it's going to look different every day depending on what you've got on your life situation um and your day is not going to always look the same so I think when it's kind of like you see these you know these like pretty reels of everyone doing their morning routines and like this is what I do every day and they just always look perfect when they wake up it's not realistic because we don't really take into account like one day you might wake up and just like not feel like getting out of bed you might want to have a slower morning or like you said you know you've got a get to work and like get put your scrubs on it and stuff and yeah I think again that's another reason why you should never kind of copy someone else's routine because it's not always going to work for you and I think maybe I mean if any uh influencers or other bloggers are listening I guess it it is not even I don't think we're we're not hating on anybody we're just mm-hmm. trying to showcase the realistic side of everything I think but mm-hmm maybe just the only piece of advice is I think it's awesome. It's fun to see some of those like aesthetic wellness videos and reels. It's cool. Um, but maybe to show a bit of it all, like try and shift towards that. Cause I think some people are, I think there are a lot more people on Instagram and TikTok that are trying to showcase 50, 50 of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of people, as the years go on, we'll continue to, well, actually not enjoy some of those aesthetic side of things. Like if you read lots of comments, people don't like that stuff. Like they're like, they end up feeling bad about themselves. And Mm -hmm. I mean, some people are just being rude for no reason, but like some people actually feel affected by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Cause I think it kind of does affect you when you see like someone just everything about their life just looks perfect. And you're like, okay, but yeah like this is not going to work for me this is not realistic actually on that note it was quite funny because um I came across a reel the other day of um the model Miranda Kerr who was she used to be married to Orlando Bloom but I think she's now married to um the like the CEO or the founder of Snapchat or something and she has a skincare brand called 
yeah she has a skincare brand and on that brand page they put her morning routine and it was just the funniest thing because she like wakes up she looks absolutely perfect she does like her morning meditation or something she does a little workout she has her nutritious breakfast and um, probably like a skincare routine as well and then she leaves the house and all of the comments were literally women being like where are your kids? Like, where are your kids? I have kids and there's no way my kids would ever allow me to have this much of a mindful morning. Like, please tell me how you managed to like do this uh, when you have two kids in the house. And all that was put in reply to these comments from the skincare brand was Miranda Kerr really appreciates time with her kids. <laughs> but she's managed to like, yeah, it's like, she wakes up before they do and then they're all commenting being like there's no way my kids would not wake up at 5am if I was up like of course like and it just again it like I mean that's it. like I'm I'm 32 I don't have kids and I find the this sort of aesthetic um you know hard on me because I'm comparing myself and I don't even know what it's like for women who actually have kids yeah. who then see these mum influencers like literally showing their pristine and perfect lives it must be even worse because they're like, well, I'm obviously not doing a good enough job. And it really does affect our mental health because we become, we do kind of question, like we were like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough as a person. And um, so, yeah, I think obviously these videos are, they're all shared with good intentions. Like, you know, no one's cool enough to actually like put a video up there to really upset someone. Um, and again, like you said, it's, you know, it's for inspiration, but unfortunately we kind of, live in a society where people do take things as face value because they kind of want to live like that um so yeah it does really it just yeah affects us I think what's important from all that and what we're doing is just to continue the conversation about it all if you know with you and I with each other but anyone that when it kind of comes up because I think the more we talk about those things about how that isn't real and although a lot of us know that but then we still let it affect us like we're mm-hmm. like oh yeah like that's not real but then it's like then we're still like all by ourselves next week scrolling having like FOMO yeah. uh, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it or like feeling shitty about ourselves because of mm-hmm. all the highlights we're seeing of everyone's perfect life and we're at work and we're stressed or we're having like financial problems or whatever whatever problems people kind of mainly have within their 20s and 30s and so I think it's just about continuing the conversation about it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah I was good that's why my blog exists yeah exactly (laughs) I'm there like I'm like (laughs) what do you like debunking the wellness influencer I mean not in a like you know I'm not here to hate on anyone I think what people are doing is great it's inspirational but at the same time you kind of have to break down what others do because you have to show people that this is not realistic and this is why it's not realistic um it's not sustainable um so yeah that's I mean people people feel that that's why there's 20,000 people reading the blog (laughs) Yeah. some of them though they do leave hate comments I've got to the point now where I get hate comments oh no on some of my blog posts I'm like oh my god I've <laughs> like, only yeah, ever got one I'm not at like the uh the heightened epitome of what the platform could be someday but I have gotten one hate comment on TikTok so far oh, no. <laughs> it was on a video where uh what was it oh um the platform did like a it was a little trial for something that we're gonna try and continue but it was like an empowerment photo shoot um mm-hmm. where I had kind of brought together some like diverse individuals mm-hmm. um obviously we couldn't showcase every possible um yeah like gender or or body that in the world but we tried to do our best but just kind of like to bring a group of little people together to we were kind of in like a really like non-sexualized lingerie brand in a sense it was just nice and cozy um local to like where I am and we just basically like chatted about what we're proud of and um basically did a photo shoot in our underwear 
So, yeah. which is like totally out of my comfort zone. And I absolutely hated the first few minutes of it. And then I kind of forgot I was even in my underwear and we were just having so much fun. So, but I got a little hate comment on, I think one of the TikTok videos and it was just some old man or something, of course. And I think he said something like, you guys are disgusting or something. And I just said, thank you. Oh my- <laughs> oh. I, don't, I just, I don't understand people who just literally troll people. I I mean I do like I read comments quite a bit sometimes when I'm bored and like some of the comments people leave I'm just like how do you know what I mean like how can you leave that how do you think that's okay to say that to someone else and then it's like and then someone else will comment being like well how can how can you do that and then they'll get in an argument and it's like you're literally having an argument over like you know a lot of them like celebrities or influencers that don't care you know don't care about you they don't know that you exist and you guys in the comments having an argument like I don't don't know like I mean I know people do that now but people are like I'm like yeah I can't imagine sitting on my phone or my computer like writing weird hateful comments to like celebrities or like random people that you're you come across like videos like Mm -hmm. I'm like are you okay I, yeah I just even, I'm like are you actually real like are you just like a computer <laughs> or like I don't understand so yeah funny I remember, like my partner was like oh that's not true like don't like don't don't worry about it I'm like I'm like laughing I'm like I don't care I'm like I just don't understand like who like who just who sits there and writes these things like this is like yeah this is like beyond me <laughs> so. yeah it's crazy a good reply though is thanks for the engagement because obviously people will see the comment and be like, it's getting engaged. <laughs> That's why I said thank you. The algorithm will just push it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the engagement. But yeah, I, I people are, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one. I don't want to get like, too, too harsh. Yeah. I think people do just feel just unfulfilled in their lives. And, you know, the way they deal with that is by, you know, projecting that onto others and kind of trying to bring others down to their level and, yeah well hopefully they just keep hating on your blog until they end up reading it more and it helps them (laughs) yeah bring in the comments (laughs) so in reference to your blog how has basically creating and working full-time now on your blog really helped shape your mental health and wellness like for the better do you think I think it's one of those things like because I'm writing from my own experience like every single blog post I write is kind of like a a cathartic um, process for me because I do get a lot out um, I do get vulnerable as well on certain blog posts and kind of like talk about my past life and sometimes I think there's like one or two blog posts that I've been writing and I've actually like cried about it I'm like oh which is bizarre because like you know I mean I just love writing and it does evoke those emotions So I think it's kind of that way that I'm not just writing it for my audience. I'm actually writing these blog posts for me. I regularly go back as well to read my old stuff and kind of remember what I said to kind of help me out when, you know, because I'm not, you know, I'm a wellness blogger, but it doesn't mean like I'm perfect. I'm not consistent. I still compare myself. I still have my bad habits and I still go like backwards. Um, So yeah, my blog is also there for me as a reminder um, of like what I've done in the past. Um, So I do refer back to it often. So yeah, it's definitely helped me in that retrospect. And again, it's just given me a purpose as well. Um, Like I was saying, when I was younger, I was, you know, I I was lost for a very long time. I don't regret that being lost because I kind of needed time to kind of find my feet a bit and kind of lead up to this where I am now. Um, So, but yeah, it has given me a purpose. Like I wake up every day now excited that I get to work on my blog. I'm like, what should I write about today? And I've, I've got two team members, two team members now um, helping me, uh, which is great as well. So it's kind of like, I can see the vision. I can see where it's going and, yeah it's exciting it's only up from here I think (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so wonderful that it's kind of helped like carve a little bit more of like a path for you and helped your wellness as as well I mean like you said like for you to be vulnerable in some of those posts they're not just posts that you think will resonate with people they're actually things that you're going through and that you're passionate about right so Mm -hmm. I think people probably really relate and feel that as well 
compared to someone just writing a blog post that really wasn't personal, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I've definitely read a lot of blog posts which kind of have no personality in them. It's hard because I know like people just kind of want the answers as well. But for me, like, like I said, with the whole, I'm not good at Instagram because I'm not just good at just like doing the clickbait. Like, this is what you need to hear. There's always going to be a backstory. <laughs> There's always going to be a reason of why I've written the blog we're deep, post. We're deep thinkers. <laughs> I'm a deep thinker, but I do have a table of contents at the beginning of each of my blog posts so people could just get to the parts that they want. <laughs> and it's uh, fu- it's functional for various types of brains then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in terms of, I know we're kind of, maybe we're, we needed a new word than advice because we just learned in this episode that we shouldn't be giving people advice, really. We should be kind of like actively reflecting with them, really. But mm-hmm. in terms of your blog um, and kind of, and kind of everyone who does read and like your listeners and even my listeners too what is your quote-unquote advice in terms of starting a wellness journey maybe for someone who actually is completely lost or maybe they were feeling like you're talking about your past life 10 years ago maybe that's where Mm -hmm. they are right now where did they start so I think it really comes down to um just kind of yeah defining your own version of wellness kind of defining what optimum health looks for you in that moment um you know because a lot of what you see it's like become the best version of yourself you know like you know live your best life and sometimes wellness doesn't have to look like living your best life it might look like living you know your favorite life or your most happiest life or your most balanced life as you will so it is kind of really defining what wellness looks like for you what in your life needs to change for you to feel happier and healthier um because it might not be nutrition it might not be exercise it simply might be getting you know prioritizing your mental health more prioritizing self-care so I think the first step on any journey is yes figuring out what needs to change and kind of defining what wellness does look like for you and kind of coming up with that vision where like where do you see yourself where do you kind of want to get to yeah and I think I I don't think there's any products or brands or anything that can necessarily kickstart a wellness journey I think it probably does begin with that reflection right and I mean Mm -hmm. if nutrition is something that someone wanted I mean then they they can start planning about maybe what their week does need to look like for them like maybe they need to get some extra vegetables they're trying to get in and whatever that may be but but I think reflection is probably the best place to start hey um yeah and then I guess what I just want to kind of wrap up with because I feel like we had such a good I feel so like I feel inspired that like right now if I was on social media and I was having like a bad day and I just saw someone else's like perfect aesthetic life and I was like having one of those days where I'm like today I'm in bed and today I'm watching movies and that's okay and I'm gonna (laughs) feel that that yeah I was on there right now I'd be like that's okay that's her and this is me and we're good that's how yeah what do you think would be kind of I don't know you you kind of have a little bit of like a personal slogan but do you feel like you could come up with a slogan for others to remember that wellness is a subjective matter and not something that has to be surrounded by the aesthetic side of social media or did I just say this I feel like I have loads. Um, let me go back. Um, so first of all, um, maybe three. Um, so just remember, no influencer or brand can tell you how best to live your life. Only you know what is best for you and your health. Um, and it really does come from the inside. Um, like I said earlier, your wellness journey isn't supposed to be aesthetic, aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. And also it's kind of just about embracing 
you know, I do have a quote. I can't remember. Sure. <laughs> That's how bad I am. Um, but yeah, it's just about embracing like those, you know, the raw, uncomfortable moments of your self-development journey. Like it's not supposed to be perfect. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. And it's just about embracing that and kind of just really leaning into it. Um, yeah. No, those are <laughs> all... There's so much more I could say. Oh, probably. Those are all like, I think a really good place to either start for someone or if someone has been really focused on wellness and health for a long time, maybe just a good reflection and reminder too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes like, honestly, I feel wellness for me. I'm not saying that I like, like immensely grew up in it per se, because back when I was a kid, it was definitely different than how things are on social media and in the world today but I definitely grew up with a mom who I don't think she like made me journal per se but she did make me like reflect on like gratitude and like those kind of things or what I was thankful Mm -hmm. for was like a really big thing in my house and that and to me that is a part of my like little wellness diagram but um now I'm losing my train of thought um this is real uh, <laughs> what was I trying to say sorry I'm gonna have to cut something out here I'm just having a moment there was a point to have the moment there was a point yeah. to ramble have the moment uh, I gotta love you gotta love like little brain fog moments <laughs> So it was about your mom. She encouraged you to journal. Oh, but I think the important thing to remember is, although like, let's say my wellness journey started when I was six years old, my mom was making me say how thankful I was for things. Mm-hmm. That there's definitely been moments where I've lost sight of how important, like important my own personal wellness is. And as mm-hmm. much as it is, kind of really annoying that everyone out there who says you need to meditate you need to journal you need to reflect is annoying they're annoying they're yeah. so right <laughs> in it in it yeah they are right and it's true and I mean if you really did just take I don't know 15 minutes to try and do those three little things in the morning or afternoon whenever it works in your day you probably are gonna have a better day but mm-hmm it is does seem like an annoying task to add on to the many things that we do have to do in our lives at times but I know Mm -hmm. when I do those things I feel a lot better and more importantly over the years what I've learned is that I think part of trying to live a life that is full of wellness to whatever that means to us subjectively part of that is being lost lost sometimes and almost having Mm -hmm. to regroup and re-reflect so those questions mm-hmm. that you were talking about that is for somebody maybe who's n- really lost and they've never had a life surrounded by personal wellness that mm-hmm. those questions aren't just for the beginning but they're also for all the little hiccups that are going to happen along the way because you don't just start some kind of health and wellness journey and only go up right there's going to yeah, be of ups course. And downs. so that's kind of what I've learned the most and maybe my little advice for myself and anyone listening as well Mm -hmm. yeah definitely because well at the end of the day your wellness journey it's lifelong it's not just a tick box item that you can kind of just like check did the wellness (laughs) now I'm gonna be you know fine we'll go learn about more financial (laughs) things now (laughs) yeah it's gonna you're gonna have good days you're gonna have bad days you're gonna have mediocre days you're gonna go back a few steps you're going to build healthy habits you're going to pick up bad habits it's just it's ongoing but I think the first step obviously I said figure out what needs to change but you also need to be aware first of all um to even need to know that you need to make the changes um so yeah I think it's just awareness at the end of the day and also I think um what you were saying about um you know you get told about do these things journaling meditating um exercise and stuff and it was interesting that you said that because I'm kind of like in this headspace where I think that to develop habits actually I got this from um I read Atomic Habits by James Clear and he completely changed my life because he's so right with what he says 
because when you build a habit, it kind of has to suit your personality and your lifestyle. And I've kind of actually, I mean, I originally applied this to my productivity because I was trying to wake up at like 7am and get to work at 9am and it just wasn't working for me. And I was like, why is this not working for me? And then I figured out it's because I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I'm productive at like 11am onwards and I need to take a break. I need to have a lunch break. And it's kind of like stuff like that is like to be sustainable and to be, you know, to stick to something, it has to suit you and your lifestyle. Um, I've tried meditating. I'm trying it right now, but there's something about it that just doesn't stick. And I don't know what it is, but I just can't get into it. And I practice gratitude, but I, for some reason, can't journal because I'm just like, some, I'll have a brain dump every so often, but it's not <laughs> something that I do every morning. I, I like to read a fiction book instead. And so it's kind of like, again, it's like when you develop these wellness habits and you adopt these things, you have to make sure that they actually suit your personality. Yeah. They're actually stuff that you enjoy because yeah. if you don't enjoy them, then you won't want to do them. It's like people will literally force themselves to go to the gym because that's what they think they need to do to be healthy. But actually you can do, there's like a ton of things you can do for movement. You can be doing yoga or going for a walk or even swimming, like something that's more enjoyable. So yeah, again, on that point, it's doing stuff that you actually enjoy and have fun with it because yeah. <laughs> I think that that is like just wonder, like a wonderful point, honestly, because I think I still, when I say meditate, that's probably one of the ones that I'm still really working on. And it mm -hmm. probably isn't a part of my personality. I'm really good at relaxing, but like, like mindful meditation is definitely hard. I I need it. I'll need like some kind of guided thing to do it. I couldn't really do it on my own. However, it might, yep. it might've grown on me because there was this one time, like a couple months ago where I went for this walk and there was like, there was no, there was nobody around. There wouldn't be anyone around. It was quite cold out. I was dressed up. And I actually like had sat down on this bench and just closed my eyes. And this was out without any kind of like video or like audio. And I literally just like kept taking deep breaths and like listening to like each sound that I heard around me. And then sometimes yeah. my brain would start to go like, oh, what am I going to make for dinner? I'm like, no, no, like, listen, I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I kept repeating it what I would hear. So I would be like bird, yeah. plane, like whatever it is. And so, yeah, I think I've, I've, I think it's kind of fostered a little bit now into my personality. So it's been sticking, but there's definitely been things I've tried to have within habits that will not and you're right. It is totally a personality thing. And what actually makes yeah. you happy too, right? Because like yeah. for yourself, mm -hmm. like if you don't like journaling, I mean, to me, reading in the morning by yourself is just as mindful as doing some journaling, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, it gives well, me that, that moment yeah. uh, to myself. I just love reading. Yeah, um, that's I'm good. I'm a reader. But it's like, I wake up, I read for 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, now I can start the day. Yeah. So, and I mean, reading is very beneficial as well. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're reading a fic fiction or a nonfiction, it's just as beneficial. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I mean, I don't go to the gym because I don't enjoy it. Um, and I don't green, I don't drink green juices because I, I can't stand them. <laughs> um, but you know, it doesn't mean that I'm any, I'm any less well than someone else. No. It just means that we have different habits and different, yeah, different likes and dislikes. Absolutely. I mean, if we all liked and disliked the same thing, that would get pretty boring. Yeah, it would just be all claims of each other, which I feel like yeah. maybe it's never going. I don't want to go I down that, <laughs> down that rabbit hole. <laughs> this um, is, but um, again, it's this is totally not random because I'm just like to kind of I just can't finish this episode without talking about this with somebody because I was thinking about it this morning. So I'm just going to like throw this in here. But to me, part of like my little umbrella of self-care is um, not necessarily when I say get ready. I don't mean like do like some kind of full glam makeup day, but just like it feels good, obviously, to be able to wash your face and to like just I really do not like taking more than 20 minutes to get ready. Like mm -hmm. on like a, if I'm like having some kind of like event or something, it might be a little bit more of a lengthy process, but um, like on a day to day, I'm like a, like a 15 to 20 minute girl and less if possible would be ideal. But mm -hmm. there's like this, I don't know why I just need to tell someone about like just these two little, like they're not even brands, I guess from Amazon that like I've just been obsessed <laughs> with lately. And so it's, um, 
this like um it's because I don't look good when I wake up in the morning I'll tell you that right now um it's like this like band thing that you can curl your hair around it's like this silk thing so you like sleep with it and then that's why my hair is curled this morning when I woke up because it was like you just wrap your hair around it and you look like you know you're gonna go out there and churn butter or something and yeah so anyways I'm gonna I need to tag it on my Instagram or something it was the best 10 bucks I've ever spent on Amazon so I'm all about cheap I'm all about cheap self-care things that I could that I actually like to utilize and also I bought the I think it's like technically like the beauty blender brand but Sephora has this like I think it's like $13 and it's like this little it's you know like the beauty blenders like the big circle ones I've never used that in my life but it's like this like flat one and it's mm-hmm. only for like it's it's not I don't think it's for like actual like makeup it's for like powder okay. and I've always uh-huh. like, I've always like creased so much and stuff like I'm just really I don't know like that's just always how I've been no matter what I cream or anything I do and it's like has this one side where you just take the powder and you like are like pressing it into like your concealer and it's uh-huh. like I've been using it for like three weeks and I've probably only used it like maybe four or five times that's how many times I've done my makeup so far and it just is just it it's like almost like some kind of like magic like blur thing it's like the best thing I've ever bought so oh, wow it, it makes me <laughs> feel good and I just think part of like self-care for me is being able to get ready sometimes and it's like I had this French uh, teacher when I was in high school who would get mad at us when we didn't like come to school looking nice, like, because she always was like, it looked good, feel good. And I was like, oh, you're kind of mean, but yeah, she's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But that, that's it, right? Like yeah. self-care again, it's, it's whatever makes you feel good in that moment, you know, and it can be affordable. It doesn't have yeah. to be going on like a 10 day silent retreat or buying some weird product it can be as simple as is there any like brands or products that are like kind of like exciting for you that you really like or there's nothing really that like resonates with you in terms of that question um that's a good question (laughs) the only thing at the moment that I've got into is my led face mask (laughs) I saw that that looked awesome yeah um it was an led light therapy face mask from current body i have to do the disclaimer it was gifted to me um but basically i have sensitive skin so i've never like i had a facial once when i was younger and i literally like came up in like a huge rash um so facials for me are just like a no-go i don't have a long skincare routine because of it Um, i don't do regular face masks so i kind of got this led face mask and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And um, you don't need to use it with any gels or anything. So I've been using it and I just feel like a bit pampered. Um, <laughs> I find, like feel a bit bougie. And it's the same one that they use in Emily in Paris. So I'm like walking around the apartment. Wow. like, how cool do I look? <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's the only thing for me at the minute. But I'm not that's really awesome. into, um, yeah, again, I, like, I'm not really into buying things um for my self-care I kind of look at what I already have like I said I I love reading reading is my main self-care activity I have my kindle um and otherwise I I mean I travel like that travel is my self-care I swim um so it's kind of more about that like I look at what I already have and be like okay what what things here are going to bring me joy because uh, it's hard when you travel like I can't just travel with like a load of stuff yeah, um but yeah it's just finding the simple things that you enjoy in life I think yeah. is yeah I don't think there's like any like specific brands of things that like would make my wellness or self-care better I think like to me like if like a self-care moment is like being able to like have a shower and wash my hair and like that mm-hmm. kind of thing it doesn't have to be like a specific towel or a specific body wash like <laughs> it all feels the same to me it just feels good like in terms of being able to do those things for yourself so yeah I was just oh, I tell you about those two things so I have to I have to tell you about them because I'm sure yeah. my didn't want to hear it this morning so <laughs> no that's I love how you found those products but I was gonna say like um just having a shower it doesn't matter what towel you use or what body wash I was just gonna say as someone who travels and who literally has to use disposable razors to shave their legs there's nothing more amazing when you get like a proper like razor like when you actually splash out and like 
the Venus razor that has like the the spongy bit and like the the shaving foam and then you yeah. shave your legs and like the smoothness I was like there's no greater feeling than that <laughs> after Absolutely. months of using like disposable razors and and soap um yeah so that's another little self-care thing you know just as yeah again it's those little moments that really just bring you joy I love it I feel like we are in agreement on so many things and I think a lot of people listening would be as well but I think we're going to wrap up the episode for today, but I feel uplifted and inspired and I really appreciate your thoughts and um, solicited advice and uh, <laughs> just everything, so. <laughs> everything that you brought to the table for me and my listening, listeners. So I super appreciate you coming on today. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me. Like I've still got loads of stuff to say. I could literally sit here for more hours. <laughs> do you ever want to invite me back on of course I'll say yes absolutely um, but I was just gonna say I was just gonna say that I did find that quote actually that um, oh, yes, I'd yes, written it we can, we can end with that <laughs> yeah okay so basically it's just really short and sweet but don't get so caught up in self-improving that you forget to live your life and actually have fun there you go I like it <laughs> <laughs> yes I know it's probably a bit basic but I think it's just no. so simple because people kind of just forget about life and they just they're just so like you know just, just constantly trying to improve themselves just keep striving for more and I think they get to a point when they look back and they don't really enjoy the process because of that because they're constantly looking towards the future and I think it's just so important that even when you are on your wellness journey or on any journey it's to always just enjoy the present and don't keep striving for more I mean you're enough as you already are um but yeah it's just remembering that and just not trying to be perfect (laughs) it's always important to remember to absolutely try and be in the moment with everything any experience or any kind of thing you're trying to do for yourself really I like that quote a lot you'll have to send that to me because I'll forget it (laughs) I'll post it on my Instagram (laughs) beautiful okay well that is it and thank you so so much okay thank you so much Taylor I'm just gonna You're listening to That Real Girl Podcast.